Maybe you're thinking to yourself, well, everyone else is doing it. Everybody else is cheaper than me. You know, I've been told I have to charge this, but I can see online that person's charging less. Well, you know what? People get what they pay for. So I just did that myself with my pediatric course, which is um, it starts on the 18th. And, you know, I look at it and I go, oh, it's actually quite expensive, but it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work I put into it. And yes, I am giving discounts. There's 10% off if you're one of the associations I've mentioned or you're a student. Um, but it's a lot of work. There's a lot of effort by me and now there's a one-to-one as well. So, you know, the when you think about the amount of effort I put in, and I look at other people's and I go, well, yours is just all recorded. You're not, I'm not spending time with that person. So for, you know, $300, I can do a course, but I'm not getting any one-to-one time. I'm not getting my questions answered. Hello and welcome. Mentoring with Geraldine is a bite-sized practitioner podcast for naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists, and practitioners. This podcast responds directly to your needs, the needs of the practicing natural therapist. With interviews, herbal discussions, something business and something clinical each week, you'll get the variety you need and enjoy to stay motivated in practice. Hello and welcome to Mentoring with Geraldine and the Bite Size Podcast. How are you? How is everything going with you and your day, your night, your morning, wherever you are in the 24-hour cycle? How's it going? What's happening with you? Over the last few podcasts, I've really I mentioned quickly about fear and resilience, and I thought today was the day to actually talk about it, to really take the bull by the horns a little bit, so to speak. So, you know, let's look at what we're doing on a daily basis because fear holds us back and it keeps us in our comfort zone, which is totally cool. It's meant to do that. That's what fear is for. Fear is to say, you know, are you should should you do that? If you jump off this cliff, will you die? So our fear is an innate part of us and it keeps us safe. And sometimes we have to break away from that safety and go, okay, I'm just going to do this. So you know, we all have fear of the future. We all have fear of what's going on. You know, I think, oh, Geraldine's an extrovert. She can do any of this. She just talks away. No, no, I have been bullied online. I have had all of the things happen to me and they have all stopped me in my tracks, held me back. And I've had to get extra support to be able to deal with those times. You are not alone in feeling that you just can't do it. We all go through those periods, those stages. And yeah, I've been in business a lot longer, but I've I remember the moments where I have totally stagnated, where I have just stopped because of fear, where I've worried too much about what I've said or what I should say or if I should do something. So, you know, we all have fear of the future and, you know, our fear holds us back, but failures can hold us back or we can reframe and say, well, that didn't work, but if I do it again, I need to change it or how about I failed because I didn't actually put it out there. I didn't tell anyone. You know, I wrote a program, but I didn't share it. I Or I wrote a program and I kind of insisted rather than sharing it properly. Or, you know, there might be something in there and we have to evaluate what we've done and we have to assess it and we need to step back 
to do that. So because people's words do hurt, you know, I'm an, I'm a Gen X and uh, yeah, I have total knowledge of people's words hurting and some things you can brush aside as you get older. It is easier to be a little bit more determined in your thoughts. But remember, I'm, I don't know if you're into it, but I'm a Libra. And so that means that I'm trying to be fair all the time. I'm trying to be nice to everybody. I'm trying to hold the status quo at all times. And that can be exhausting to say the least. So, um, you know, what's holding you back from doing what you want to do? Let's talk about some of the obvious ones, shall we? Doing a live or, um, you know, getting getting on there, a YouTube live or a Facebook live or putting yourself out there on Instagram live, you know, is the worry that no one will show up. Yeah, but you don't have to worry about that because they'll watch it on the replay, okay? Or you can do a shortened version and put it up on IGTV, you know. Oh, you're thinking about doing a workshop, but that fear is, what if no one comes? What if I, you know, my friends think I'm a fool? Mate, your friends know that you went through uni, that you've got a degree. That's why they're your friends. They're, they're there to support you. So there's no point keeping it totally quiet. What you do, you might as well share it because they might be interested in your workshop. And if they're not, they might share it with somebody else. That's the other thing we don't do often enough is ask people to share. So if you are doing a live and you are in a live, when you watch me, if you're in Strictly Education and Support, um, the the Facebook group that I run that I do lives in every Tuesday. If you're in there, you'll hear me saying, you know, um, hashtag replay so that I know that you've come back in and you've watched. Please say hi if you're here live. Often there'll be two, three people on the live and then I'll go back and look at 400 people have viewed it. So it really is significant that people go back, you know, and then if you're on your public page and you're doing a live on your public page whilst you're talking, because that live will be recorded and stay there and somebody might watch it later, so say, share this with your friends. You know, especially if you're doing like an exercise set or something, it's like share it with your friends because there might be somebody who needs to know about this right now. If we don't ask people to do things, they won't know and they won't do it. You know, what if you say something on social media and upset people? I just said I was Libra. Do you know how hard it is not to toe the conformity line? So, and I really do because I don't want to upset people. So I've had to look at it and go, well, maybe I'm not the sort of person that goes out and upsets people. Maybe I'm not the sort of person that does controversial stuff. And that's okay. That's not who I am. I am somebody who wants the best for everyone, which means that I'm not going to court controversy. I'm not going to, you know, rile people. I hope I don't rile people up. I don't want people angry at me. I want people to learn from everything or to say, oh, not interested in her. Delete, reject. Perfect. So, you know, what if I start a podcast and no one listens? Well, trust me, no one did listen in the beginning. And slowly, 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 what am I up to now? Podcast 87, I think this is. And, you know, slowly, 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 over time, I get the emails from Buzzsprout that I record onto, that I use as my hosting platform. And I get emails from them saying, how many downloads you had this week and how many downloads? So initially, the first half a dozen, I reckon I had 30 downloads a week from those and now I'm getting hundreds of downloads and that that's over time as people find out about me people didn't know about me when I first started they didn't know I was doing a podcast now I'm sharing all the time people are seeing it I put it in LinkedIn I put it on Facebook I put it on Instagram you know so people are seeing that I'm doing a podcast and so people are finding out and that makes the difference it means that people come oh yeah you know oh here she is I can have a quick listen because that's the point of them they're all really quick so that I'm not in your head for too long 
You know, the other thing is, what if it's not the right time? I hear this all the time. The, oh, it's not the right time. I'm just working out my paperwork. Once I've got all of these, um, you know, all this background work done, then I'll open my business. You know, I need longer to prepare. No, you don't need longer to prepare. You can open a business with pen and paper um, and the books that you got from college. You really don't need a lot to start a business. People want your care. They want you. That's why they're coming to you. And so, you know, yes, you'll have to have some disclaimers and things like that. We all have to have those background pieces of paperwork out there. So do those first. You don't have to do all your recipes and this, that and the other thing. They come over time. They totally come over time. The recipes I was giving out to my clients 15 years ago are different to the recipes I'm giving out to my clients now. So, and then of course there's that worry, oh, well, if I do all this Instagram stuff, you know, I need a bigger audience. There's no point putting it out there. My audience is too small. Well, your audience won't get bigger unless you put stuff out there. This is catch 22, guys. Um, you know, how are you delivering your content and where are you delivering it to? It's a really good idea to have a plan to go, okay, I like this social media platform. I like that social media platform and I kind of like this one. So I'm going to put my effort into these two and then a kind of effort into these other ones just so people know I'm there. Maybe you're thinking to yourself, well, everyone else is doing it. Everybody else is cheaper than me. You know, I've been told I have to charge this, but I can see online that person's charging less. Well, you know what? People get what they pay for. So I just did that myself with my pediatric course, which is um, it starts on the 18th. And, you know, I look at it and I go, oh, it's actually quite expensive, but it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work I put into it. And yes, I am giving discounts. There's 10% off if you're one of the associations I've mentioned or you're a student. Um, but it's a lot of work. There's a lot of effort by me. And now there's a one-to-one as well. So, you know, the when you think about the amount of effort I put in, and I look at other people's and I go, well, yours is just all recorded. You're not, I'm not spending time with that person. So for, you know, $300, I can do a course, but I'm not getting any one-to-one time. I'm not getting my questions answered. Whereas doing the course live round with me, you're getting your questions answered. And even if you're not on the live round, if you think, oh, I can't do it now. There's just too much going on. I want to do it in October. You can do it in October. You can watch all the recordings. You'll go into the Facebook group, even though it's closed. You still get to watch everything that's in there. And you get your one-to-one with me. So, you know, everyone's doing it, selling it cheaper. People are selling things cheaper. But I know they're not as good. They're not as practical. They're not as useful. And that's the feedback that I get from people when they've done the course. You know, what if I don't have the time? So time is one of those things, isn't it? Time is, it's a set amount can't change it. It's 24 hours in everybody's day. There's a set number of minutes and seconds and all the rest of it. So we just have to organize it and say, can I do it? When can I do it? Where is the slot? I plan out my whole year. So I've got um, a desk planner. I've got all the way from January through to December set out. And then I sit there and I actually, so now, um, actually October, when we have the um, virtual event that's when I will sit down and I will plan out all of next year's offerings and what I'm doing my holidays I block them all out from October to the following year so there might be something I'm adding in extra so I'm adding in a coaching course this year for a you know holistic coaching course for our clients and how to coach our clients and that's you know I've been looking at it looking at it, when am I going to do it when am I going to do it and that's going to have to come out in October because that's when the time is available but next year when I put it in I will plan it and it will go in next year 
it's going to be available all the time. Everything I'm doing now, I'm trying to make available all of the time so that you can book the one-to-ones with me in your own time because I've really realized how valuable our time is. Um, it's great being in a group because you've got the accountability, but sometimes we just need to sit down and hoe through things, get it done, really, really get it out, get it done, get it sorted. And so being able to do things in our own time is also really important. So a number of my... Um, what were purely group courses can now be purchased outside of group time simply because people just need them. So I'm realigning and resorting things and making sure that everybody still gets one-to-ones with me because I think they're super important. And that was what was being pointed out to me before as I was doing the groups, but the you know everyone had time with me, but in the group setting, whereas now it's one-to-one, the group aren't there. So you really get that time with me. So when we think about our time, We need to make sure we've scheduled it, we've planned it. Um, So we've got our fear of all the things that are holding us back and we need to think about how can I put my best foot forward? How can I change this fear? How can I acknowledge this fear? If I acknowledge my fear to myself, it makes it easier. If you acknowledge something, you're already on the road to dealing with it. So, and that's where our resilience comes in because sometimes we have to have that resilience. So as I said, you know, I've been bullied online. Um, I'm sure many of you have. It's not an uncommon thing, unfortunately. You know, lots of keyboard warriors out there. And, um, and so my resilience, you know, where I had to have that resilience to bounce back and come back and go, no, okay, that's them. That's not me. That is them talking about them. That's not them talking about me. That is from themselves and their own lack of skill set or whatever it is so I need to plan I need to acknowledge and I need to move forward and I need to move past these fears and I move past fear by seeing mentors and by getting help otherwise I would have sat as being a lecturer and I would and I would just be doing the one-to-one mentoring in person that I was doing six seven years ago now you know that's how long it was pretty much yeah it's probably seven years ago I started lecturing Maybe more, maybe a bit more. Anyway, but I was one-to-one, but only with people in Adelaide. And of course, people everywhere need that support. And working online means that everybody gets that support. And I love what I do. And I love supporting people. And I hope that I'm supporting you um, through these podcasts. And you're in my groups. And I'd love to hear from you. Feel free to email Geraldine at mentoringwithgeraldine.biz. And if you've made it all the way to the end today, How about a review? That would be lovely. So those are the things. Fear, yes, it's there. Acknowledge it. Take a deep breath. Thank it for being there. Thank that fear for supporting you. All right? Because our fear supports us. It is, you know, it's part of the human. It's part of every life cycle of everything down to the nearest bug, isn't it? They have fear of being, you know, sprayed and killed with a bug spray everything has fear and that helps us it helps us grow it helps us move forward so take your fear analyze it look at it give it a pros and a cons so that you can convince your fear that it isn't that it is irrational and that it isn't a real fear and we just need to try to work through it so that's all me from me today in the bite-sized podcast i hope you have an absolutely brilliant rest of day and um, maybe take some time do that pros and cons thing okay all the best bye thanks so much for joining me today don't forget to rate review 
and subscribe to the podcast for the weekly episodes. If you'd like even more support and learning, then the Academy is for you. Here you'll find part two of the herbal discussions, more clinical learning and case studies to support your clients in practice. Bye for now.